welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding, Ken's Movie Reviews. We're here this week with Wilson from 2017, another movie based upon a comic book or a graphic novel. Uh, as always, we will begin with a non-spoiler section, letting you know whether this is something that you should go see in the theaters, which may be difficult at this point, but maybe whether you should have seen it in the theaters, in my opinion, whether it's something that you should wait for on your favorite streaming service, maybe buy on Blu-ray, or maybe give it a pass altogether. After which point, we will dissect things down into cast, director, costuming and props, location, cinematography, plot, and writing. Everything will have a numerical value, and it will all add up to potentially 100 points. Ah, so exciting. So, this uh, movie obviously came back uh, a couple years ago. Uh, and as one I have been intending to watch for some time because I uh, like to say that I've watched basically every movie based upon a comic property of all time, uh, good, bad, or ugly. And this is just one that I had kind of always wanted to see. It's got uh, Woody Harrelson in it. So it's like, yeah, let's, let's get to this. Um, so if I were hearing about this movie at the time of its release with the cast crew, everything, and its subject matter, um, I probably would not have gone to see it in the theaters just for what it was. I probably would have waited for it uh, to watch it on streaming or something of that nature. Um, after having watched this, the advice that I would generally give is that this, unless you were a fan of the original source material, would probably have been a pass in terms of going to see it in the theater. There's nothing that the theater experience, I think, would really lend to the movie that you wouldn't get from just watching it at home. Now, beyond that, I think due to the nature of how the film was constructed and the subject matter and the character types portrayed within it, I think this is a movie that most people would want to give a pass to just altogether. Uh, we'll get into more of the reasons why. It's definitely one that uh, um, I think is going to have a very specific personality type that will enjoy it. And mine, unfortunately, was not one of those uh, personality types. Um, yeah, I think that's the long and the short. Now into the spoiler-heavy section. Let's start with the easy stuff. Let's go with costuming and props. Now, due to the type of movie that this is, this isn't a big... Uh, action thriller or anything of that nature. There's no sci-fi element, no fantasy element. There's not even a historically recreated aspect to it. Uh, it's all just kind of normal stuff and almost kind of run down in feeling. Now, you, that gives you sometimes a, a lot of leeway, a little bit of playfulness that you can kind of have with the costuming and, and the things that, um, that you're doing. Um, and if you have a particular fondness for some of the lower quality items, uh, maybe this would appeal. But for me, um, all the outfits were just kind of either plain or ratty and, and not in an interesting way, just kind of uh, um, goodwill store kind of way. Um, the automobiles were run down and not great. The, um, there's no real MacGuffin of any, any, any sort. Um, there's no prominent items that, that are pivotal 
to the plot that that could draw the interest. So there's really nothing to focus on there. Uh, when you're talking about just the costuming of props, there's nothing at any point really that draws your eye. Even when you're at um, at the points of the movie when you're seeing the disparity between the haves and the haves nots. I can't even say that right. The have and the have nots. Um, it's kind of plain, a little boring. Um, it's there should at least be one thing that I I saw that just kind of pinged that was kind of interesting, and there's nothing. I that it was just below average on all marks. And I think that was maybe kind of on purpose. Um, I got to go into this with no bias because I hadn't read the original source material. I was not familiar with it. So I could just kind of go in and try and enjoy it completely. But it's just, it's nothing. It's blah. Um, And because of that, I've got to give that a 4 out of 10 uh, for costuming and props. Maybe they're doing their job. Maybe it's supposed to be out of the way so that you can focus on the character interactions and, and, uh, what's, uh, the character growth and all that sort of stuff. I could understand that thought process, but at maybe his glasses, but even the glasses were kind of plain. I mean, it's just, it was nothing. It, it wasn't great. Um, locations, uh, locations suffered from the same problems. <laughs> um, the rundown stuff definitely looked rundown, but not rundown in an interesting sort of way. To compare it against something like, say, uh, Birds of Prey, where uh, Harley Quinn uh, is in kind of a, a crappy apartment and rundown section of town. It's very stylized. It's still really eye-catching in certain regards. There is nothing that is eye-catching um, in in Wilson's apartment. Uh, in his one friend's apartment, uh, in the um, in the um, adoptive parents' house, uh, to his daughter, uh, the restaurant. There's just nothing, nothing that just draws the eye and goes, "Well, that's kind of neat." Because I mean, this is not the type of film again that you're going to get that really cool whatever. It, that's not the point. But there should be something that makes me want to go, wow, that was constructed well. Uh, or that's a good choice, uh, an interesting choice of location in, in any, any way, in some way. Even when he's supposed to be looking out and just enjoying the scenery, the, seri- the scenery is bland. There's just nothing there. Um, there's a stint in a prison. Um, it's the most boring prison of all time. <laughs> There's just there's just nothing that just jumps out at you. It's just um, I'm starting to wonder if maybe I was just having a bad day. But from what I'm seeing, it, it, it just it didn't it did not hit me the way that I was wanting it to hit me. And may and we'll get to why I think this is. But just from what it is, I'm going to give that a four out of ten. Also, now this is a good point to remind everybody that. A lot of these movie reviews are going to be extraordinarily biased just from our own personal experiences. So this is in no way an actual judgment on any of the people that put this project together. And I, I, I say this, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The amount of effort that goes into putting a movie, any movie together is monumental. And to be able to put something out and have it distributed and have it be accepted is just an achievement. 
And there's just going to be it's just one of those instances where it's just not going to connect with everybody. Uh, and I, I feel that that really much is that way with this. So part of that goes to when you're talking about the costuming and the props and locations that blends right or bleeds right into the cinematography. Now there's no real CGI to speak of again, it's not that type of a movie. Um, there's a, a, a smidgen of stunt work that, that is in it. Um, there is a point at which, uh, there is a, a punch thrown, uh, that, looked like it should have been really painful, but <laughs> just didn't kind of um, didn't kind of hit the way that I would have expected it to. So, so maybe maybe uh, should have had a little more reaction on something like that. That's just me. Um, it's it was okay. There were no there were no tracking shot issues, no weird uh, scene cuts or changes. Um, the, there was uh, no strange filter on the coloration. That was okay. Um, but at the same time, again, there was nothing nothing that stood out. I think with the type of characters that you have in this movie, the, the way that the movie is shot needs to be quirky in a certain way to compensate for the lacking in some of the personality of the the characters involved. And I don't think that it really picked up the slack where it needed to. Um, really not much to say about that. Probably a solid 10 out of 20. I mean, not the worst thing I've ever seen by any stretch of the imagination, but nothing amazing either. Um, director. Director of this film is a gentleman by the name of Craig Johnson. Now, I did not know this gentleman before this film. I've looked at his uh, his list of stuff that he's worked on, and I'm just not familiar with it. Now, he did The Skeleton Twins, um, which has a really interesting cast in it. Um, in fact, probably my favorite SNL cast member of all time is in that one. But, I mean, I've, I'm not familiar with any of his stuff, and I've never really heard anything about any of it before or after even Wilson really didn't um it's kind of it's almost like an independent film in in some respects it just it didn't get that kind of reaction from the people that are around me family friends uh, even the social media and the uh, uh the uh, types of uh television and internet that I look at man I I saw maybe half a commercial for Wilson once it just it just didn't come up um, so without that, I don't really have any impression on Craig, um, or I should say Mr. Johnson to be more respectful. Um, uh, I think he did. It's hard to tell whether he did okay or not <laughs> because I, I dislike this film as much as I do. Um, I have to think he at least did an okay job because as much as I don't like it, I didn't see any, again, no weird editing glitches, no, strange pacing issues although I'll get to a little bit of some of my some of my problems with the pacing I, it it's hard to hard to put it here but nothing that would in my mind put a big black mark on the person that's kind of in charge of the project but at the same time there was nothing that was either really innovative or that really kind of made me go oh I recognize that guy's 
I'll recognize that guy's style in anything that I ever watch from now on. Uh, like even if uh, Sam Raimi, I mean, I you know a Sam Raimi film when you see it. Uh, Martin Scorsese, you know a Scorsese film when you see it. Um, I I wouldn't be able to tell this guy from any other director. So that's it's probably as much anything just a, a young career maybe or my unfamiliarity with his work. Um, or again, maybe my dislike of this film was just rubbing me the wrong way, but I'm going to give him a 10 out of 20 on the director side of things. Now, one of the strengths of this film really is the casting. Um, and I have to say really in the last 10 years, there have been some, whoever's, whoever's casting these films has just been, the average film is just so much better and the type of people to get whenever they're trying to get people that are, you know, bigger name actors and actresses they do a really good job of it when they're going for somebody new they manage to find some new people that are really good and you got woody harrelson who i love uh in most anything that i see him in um um, he actually did i think very well in taking on this character he was able to um put forward a very believable character um, the reasons I think that's a bad thing we'll get to when we get to the plot. But uh, I, I think he did uh, really good with that. You got Judy Greer paying a, uh, playing a, a pretty big uh, part in this. And she is also just one of my favorite actresses to see in nearly anything. She just kind of has this very approachable, very friendly um, nature about uh, uh about her when she's on screen. So it's just always nice to see her in anything. And she had that same kind of, maybe toned down a little bit, that same kind of approachableness, that same kind of, um, that same kind of shine that uh, you can get uh, from something like that. Uh, Laura Dern, who is, uh, again, playing a very kind of broken character in this film and did a great job at, at being able to communicate uh, the, the, the trauma that that uh, her character had, she did a, a really good, really good job with that. Um, I mean, all around, it's just a, a really solid, um, a solid movie. Now, uh, Isabella Amara, who plays the, uh, uh, who plays the daughter, who plays Claire, uh, not really familiar with her work, but she was, I thought. Um, one of the uh, bright spots uh, of the film. Um, I thought she did a a good job in connecting in a way, because there's always got to be that portal for the the viewer. And I feel she is one of those people that you're kind of meant to empathize with a little bit more. Uh, Cheryl Hines was in it. um, And I love Cheryl Hines to death. She is so funny. Um, and has one of the all-time best smiles of uh, uh, of people. I, I always love a really memorable, great smile, and she and she's immediately lights up a room when she does it. But she's so good at playing kind of a smarmy, insidious, passive-aggressive kind of a, a person, uh, and has kind of that role in this film, and just does a great does a great job with it. She's the one that that gets punched sort of at one point and uh i don't know like i said i don't think the stunt went so well on that one but you know 
Uh, it's a minor, minor thing with that. So, I mean, just a, a, all in all, if you're going to get a group of people to play in this film, did a great job with the casting. Pretty solid all around. Uh, probably give that a 15 out of 20. That's maybe the strong point of the film. But let's approach the area where I think it all falls apart, and that's the plot and writing. Um, again, not familiar with the source material. This may be adapted faithfully. It may be adapted horribly. I could not tell you. Uh, what I can tell you is this. The whole purpose of this film is almost self-defeating in my eyes. Uh, the main character, played by Woody Harrelson, is supposed to be kind of a broken character. You're not, you're not supposed to really like him very much. Uh, think of uh, like a Jack Nicholson in uh, As Good As It Gets. Kind of a, he's got that type of personality that is going to rub you the wrong way. Um, and the um, his uh, ex-wife. Uh, played by Dern, very similarly, she's she's uh, playing a very broken person that's had problems in her past, but also has some personality issues that are really, really rough, right? So here's the problem. The only way this works in, in a plot, at least for me, is either you have to have that damaged person that has that one trait or that some aspect of their personality that's kind of redeemable. You see where they're actually really a lovely person or you see where they want to be better or you see um, that they've got this charisma that even though they're just a downright awful person, you cannot help but like them anyway. You don't have that. He's just annoying the whole time. Um, and I... I and if you can't have that sort of elements to begin with, it can still work because you can then build through character development this empathy as he realizes, uh, as he or she realizes where that problem is and wants to be a better person and then tries to change themselves and make strides and maybe falls down and doesn't quite make it there or whatever, but you see that effort and you see what they're doing. You don't get that in this film. They give it to you kind of in a face value sort of way, but if you do any sort of breakdown of the behavior, it's all he never changes. He's still a completely self-centered individual, not willing to look at things through other people's eyes. Even when he finds out he has a daughter, he's not motivated by any sense of anything other than a selfish motivation. And it doesn't change. Oh, now I'm not alone and I can get somebody to love me. Now I, I will have somebody to remember me. Even the last line of the film kind of goes into this. He doesn't change. And maybe that's the point. Maybe they're trying to say, hey, that, you know, we see these films and they present things in this way and it's not realistic. Here's a realistic portrayal. This person, people don't change. He's going to be the same at the end of the film that he's at the beginning of the film, but maybe not everything is lost. We can still have a slice of happiness. That is awful if that is where they're going with that. And it's not, it's not the reason for me to want to watch a movie or to read a book. It's, it's defeatism a defeatist way of looking at things. And it's just terrible. 
I mean, his ex-wife finally manages to get past her problems and just absentmindedly visits him in prison to tell him, yeah, I'm moving with this guy that I met that was my sponsor, which really shows that she hasn't got over her problems because the person that she clinged to, that she's clinging to is, is um, almost an embodiment of salvation that may or may not be actually there. It's, it's a sick behavior. So there's no growth for any of these characters. They, they play out through this plot and nothing really changes them. They just kind of react and stay themselves throughout the, and stay awful versions of people. Even the, the least awful people in the film, like you can't be upset with the daughter who is dealing with people at school just being terrible. And, but you don't get enough really from her to, to, to really get a, an, in deep, an in-depth connection. And then she betrays this father figure that appears that she has made a connection and she says, well, I was young and I was 17. This is what the lawyers told me to do. This is what my parents wanted me to do. No, no, even at 17, considering the little bit of information they gave, that it, it, something doesn't sit right. I mean, it, it's it just... Maybe Judy Greer is the only really likable character in the film, or it plays the only likable character, I should say. Shelley is probably the one nice person, and it's just not enough. It's just just awful all around. Um, since since it's just a plot that doesn't really, in a way, have redeeming value to me, uh, or at the very least, maybe a more accurate way of putting it, it does not connect with me in any real sense. And I don't think it conveys a message that is useful to me. Uh, I got to give it a, a five out of 20. Uh, add that all together. That gives you a 48 out of hundred that puts it in a solid F territory. Um, this is a film that I will never watch again. Um, but uh, maybe you have a different opinion. Maybe you can show me where I missed something important. Uh, give me a give me a, a chance to to grow in my uh, analysis of movies. Let us know. Contact us through social media at uh, our Instagram or Facebook page at Pudding Guys, or of course on Twitter at Real Pudding Guys. We always love to have your opinions. I always love to uh, expand my palate and become a. a um, a better watcher of cinema. But until next time, keep watching movies and have fun. Mm-hmm.